0: Let's see what murray Olds has in store for us this morning in Sydney. China's ambassador inviting the media into the embassy for a discussion. Uh, that doesn't sound like a good thing. Something you'd be happy about?
1: Yeah. Good morning to you, Tim. Look, it, it, it's a strange turn of events. I mean, given the you know the freezer into which Beijing put the relationship under Scott Morrison. It was a strange, a strange event, a strange invitation. The the media rocks up to the embassy in Canberra, and then a pretty bizarre Q and A. Xiao Qian, the uh, Chinese ambassador to Australia, suggested Beijing's trade ban, twenty billion dollars worth of exports held up, most of that coal, uh, and in fact, coal has already resumed. He says, guess what? The resumption of normal relations and normal trade relations could occur because Australia and China have reached a period of stability. Not sure what that's supposed to mean. Praises the effort of the Labor federal government and Anthony Albanese to get things back on track. And he said the year of the rabbit, which is what it is, China provides a chance for the countries to jump over obstacles. But then he's given... The relationship between Australia and Japan, a massive backhand. He said, watch out, they could bomb you again like they did in World War II. Suggested buying nuclear-powered submarines would be a very unnecessary burden for the fine Australian taxpayer. And then suggested the Japanese ambassador to Australia was not doing his job properly because he's warned about the rise and military ambitions of Beijing. And then he produces a, a glass of red and says, cheers. So it's, okay, that's right. Thanks for that. Um, move on. Let's just see where it, where it lands. But look, he's nothing if not colourful, and he's a, he is a, a bit more measured than the wolf warrior we had there a minute ago. All
0: right. Uh, now, this is uh, going to be very interesting. Australia's biggest polluters will be obliged to cut their emissions by 2030.
1: This is right, and... It, it, How is this going to work? Well, we're not 100% sure, but Labor says, guess what? We're using a mechanism that was devised by the last, was it uh, Turnbull and Morrison? It's uh a... It's a a liberal right-wing coalition plan that was drawn up, and all we're going to do is tweak this and oblige around 215 companies to cut their emissions. Now, some will jump up and down about this. Others are well ahead of it because they've actually seen the way... uh, They've smelt the wind, Tim, and they say, OK, we're going to do the best we can early. Uh, And, you know, the government's inviting these big polluters to change the way in which they produce their emissions. They can adopt new technology... They can buy carbon credits, they are been called, from other polluters who are ahead of their own targets. Uh, the government is not letting uh, this slide in any way at all over here. Uh, they said they were going to do this before the election, and now the Minister, Chris Bowen, has stepped up at the plate yesterday, last uh, afternoon, yesterday afternoon, and he says this is the way forward. Uh, I'm just waiting for, the, uh, for the, uh, the howls of protest from those who don't like the idea.
0: A Massive punishment for Melbourne Victory Football Club following that pitch invasion. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, $550,000 fine. That's for for starters. Uh, and there's a suspended 10-point production for the next uh, two or three seasons. Um, the fine is up front right now. $450,000 to be split between reimbursing Melbourne City, which was the other side involved when the fans stormed the pitch, up to $150,000 damages. Football Australia will pick up $150,000 as well for its uh, inconvenience. But in addition, uh, Melbourne Victory has to come up with $50,000 towards the cost of replaying that Melbourne Derby. The Derby, I beg your pardon, the Melbourne Derby was abandoned and Melbourne uh, City was 1-0 up. So what they've done, they said, OK, we're going to replay the game from the 22-minute mark. That 1-0 scoreline will stand when the game resumes. But here's the thing. To put uh, spectators, Tim, on a much better path towards good behaviour, there'll be an automatic 10-point deduction in terms of the position on the table uh, for the next three seasons each time some of these Muppets decide it's a good idea to invade the pitch. You can't have what happened... Those images for the game of football were dreadful. Uh, The uh, poor old goalkeeper gets a full metal tin of uh, a a bucket of sand right in the face, concussion, stitches, no good, no good at all. So victory now very, very much, Tim, on notice. Do it again, and you guys are going to get hammered even harder.
0: Is he all right? Uh, That guy was Glover, wasn't it, the goalkeeper?
1: Correct, the goalie. Would you believe he was out of hospital and he played uh, 10 days... Inside ten days later.
0: Wow, because um, he apparently, from recollection, uh, somebody chucked a flare. He picked it up and chucked, chucked it back, uh, and yep. then somebody slung a bucket at him. Hit him well, with that's bucket, right. I mean,
1: the, the the yeah, the flares came onto the pitch. Uh, one landed near his goal. He thought, mm, "This isn't, isn't. I'm not going to be diving around here." No. So he's picked it up, tossed it back <laughs> over the fence, but not into the crowd. And all these idiots, I think it's a great idea then to charge over the fence, knock over security guards and punch on with the players, with with, with the goalkeeper. I mean, the fact is, it was just a dreadful, dreadful look. Not for the first time these idiots uh, have done it. So what Football Australia said, right? Oh, you would have behaved like that, cop this punishment and do it again is even more.
0: Thanks so much, Murray Olds is our correspondent in Australia.